What is up, beautiful humans? Welcome back to the Lioness Podcast. I'm your host, Olaya Land. I'm the editor and founder of Lioness. If you don't know us, we are an online journal and community devoted to helping you live big and love yourself. You can check us out at lioness.com. That's L-I-O-N-E-S-S-E with an E at the end.com. I will also drop a link in the show notes. I am back with another solo episode. And today we are going to be talking about the summer of pleasure. It has been a minute since I dropped a podcast episode, and that is because I got vaccinated. (laughs) So I got vaccinated and I started going out. I started seeing friends. I traveled to see my best friend and her kids. My mom came down to visit us. I started going to restaurants and bars. It has been amazing. But as you might have predicted or experienced yourself, your girl did not want to do shit in the work department. I have really been struggling to focus on anything that does not involve either being outside or having fun. So I wrote a newsletter about it a couple of weeks ago. Um, I don't know if you read that, but it has been very real. But then I remembered, holy shit, I just survived a global pandemic. My husband and I didn't murder each other despite living in a very small house and being in close quarters for like a year and a quarter. I'm healthy. I'm alive. I have so much to be grateful for. And also, who would want to focus on work after a year of being cooped up in the house? Who in their right mind would want to focus on work after being isolated for 15 months, barely seeing friends and family, barely going out, no celebrations, no hugs, no human touch, no one. That is who. So I was able to kind of like stop blaming myself for this real struggle that I was having to get any work done. Also, I remembered it is summertime. It's already hard to focus on work during the summertime, especially if you live in Seattle where the rest of the year is completely shitty and like summertime is it. Summertime is your moment to like go to the beach, go outside, picnics, barbecues, everything. So like already it's hard to work in the summertime in Seattle. So I kind of stepped back, took stock, remembered all of this, and I decided to initiate the first annual official Lioness Summer of Pleasure. That's right, folks. This shit is happening. It is starting now. You might be wondering what exactly is the Lioness Summer of Pleasure? And I have answers for you, fam. The Lioness Summer of Pleasure is all about slowing down. It is all about loosening your grip on productivity and doing and deadlines. It is about celebrating the fact that it's summertime and that you too made it through a global pandemic. It's about reconnecting with all the things that bring you joy barbecues with your crew, field trips with your kidlets, homemade popsicles, drinking wine. I am drinking wine right now as I record this. Dancing, maybe kissing somebody new, maybe remembering how you used to kiss your partner before you started spending 24-7 together in your pajamas. It's about bubble baths, about naps, about just taking your freaking morning coffee outside to drink it and like I don't know, like smell the proverbial roses, like just sit out in your garden, listen to the birds, whatever. It's about skinny dipping in the ocean. It's about having more sex. There are so, so many ways to lean into pleasure, sexual pleasure, creativity, pleasure, food, pleasure, nature, pleasure, movement, pleasure. Like I could go on and it doesn't even necessarily have to be about changing things up. You can do the activities you already do with more pleasure by simply remembering that they can be pleasurable. Like one example from my life is I like to garden. I have a fairly big garden. And I found lately that I'm just like, oh, I need to go out. I need to weed the garden. Like it's such a pain in the ass. I don't want to go out there. I've been like putting it off, putting it off. 
And then I got out there and I was like, okay, I can't put it out off anymore. And I was like out there weeding and it was so freaking nice. Like I had just forgotten that it doesn't have to be work, that it's like, I'm in the herb garden. It smells good. I love being around plants. I'm outside. The sun is on my skin. Like I just shifted gears a little bit and was able to view this thing that I'd been seeing as like a pain in the ass as this like task I had to do as something that was completely pleasurable. Okay. So I want to pause for a minute and talk about why pleasure is so important. Why pleasure is absolutely transformational. I see pleasure as the secret sauce that makes life better. And here's why. Adulting is hard as fuck. (laughs) Y'all probably know this already. You have jobs, you have bills, you have debt, you have parenting responsibilities. We need to clean, we need to cook. We also live in a society that promotes unrealistic expectations of perfection. So we're all supposed to have an amazing job. We're all supposed to have a Pinterest worthy house, a stunning partner, an impeccable wardrobe, this IG worthy, like sexy body. Add to that modern society's focus on money on measurable achievement, on productivity, and then the internalized capitalism that gives us bullshit notions like hustle harder, rise and grind, TGIM, thank God it's Monday. Like, don't even get me started on hustle culture. I'm going to have to do a whole nother podcast on how much I hate hustle culture, but that's, that's a topic for another day. Anyway, my point is that we are grinding ourselves to dust, friends. We are hustling all of the joy out of our lives. We are constantly plugged in. The boundary between work life and personal life is becoming non-existent. And this leads to so many things. It leads to burnout. So, so, so many of us are experiencing this after the year that we've had. It leads to chronic fatigue. It leads to stress. It leads to anxiety. It leads to physical ailments. It leads to feelings of failure. (sighs) This relationship with work and money and productivity does not lead to a sense of expansiveness. It does not lead to a sense of joy. It does not lead to connecting with the people that you love. It does not lead to good mental and physical health. It does not lead to creativity. It does not lead to excitement for your work and your life. Humans are not commodities. The purpose of your life is not to work tirelessly, hustle harder, and then die, okay? So I want you to pause for a minute and I want you you to ask yourself, to what extent do you measure your success in terms of productivity or money? I know I did for like, ever. Like if you've been following along on the journal or listening to this podcast, you know that I am a recovering, like chronic perfectionist, like type A success at all costs, like no boundary having (laughs) mess. Like that was my life. Um, And totally measuring success in terms of like the classic ideas of like money, how does your life look from the outside in, right? Meanwhile, I like felt like complete and total shit on the outside. But I've worked hard to move away from that model because it's a model that just keeps you running on the hamster wheel of of capitalism. It's also a model that privileges those born with more access to wealth and the resources necessary to obtain wealth. And please don't think that I hate work. I do not hate work. (laughs) I think that work can be meaningful. I think that work can give us structure and purpose and work gives us the resources we need to survive and flourish for most of us anyway, like most of us are not independently wealthy. So I get it. But the question is, how do we work without suffering from overwork and overwhelm and burnout? How do we feel better? And for many of us, I feel pleasure is the missing link. Pleasure it was, is what makes you feel full and satisfied. It helps you fill your tank when it's empty. It helps you have the energy to be a good parent, a good friend, a good employee, a good boss. 
It helps you feel refreshed enough to have good ideas at work or at school. It also just freaking feels good. <laughs> like, I don't think we should discount that. Like pleasure feels nice. So it's like, it's like the sugar that sweetens your life, right? And a lack of pleasure is what does things like keeps you scrolling for hours on social media. I know this was me like during the pandemic, like isolated, tired, burned out, anxious, just like scrolling away on social media. It keeps you eating mindlessly without enjoying your food. It keeps you shopping for things you don't need or want. Also did a lot of that during the pandemic, a lot of Whew, so much online shopping. It keeps you overworking. This is another one that I am so guilty of. Like sometimes my default is like, if I don't know what to do, I don't have enough energy to do something that actually makes me feel good. So I just like keep working because that's the groove in my brain. I'm like, well, at least I'll feel the satisfaction of getting something done. But when you keep doing that, like the work that you create becomes like increasingly less high quality. It's also what keeps you doing things like getting into your fights with your partner over nothing, staying up late, watching shitty Netflix. Also did a lot of that during the pandemic. Anyway, <laughs> so my point is that your brain cannot live on work alone. It wants stimulation and it will force you to get it one way or another, but it doesn't do such a great job at distinguishing whether the stimulation is meaningful or not. So <laughs> like you can either choose to do something pleasurable that gives you real energy, or you can kind of like stay on this hamster wheel of like mindlessly eating and shopping and scrolling social media. All right. So let's do a little thought exercise. If you are somewhere that you can safely close your eyes, like not driving a car or something, I want you to close your eyes for a minute. And I want you to just imagine that your life is filled with pleasure, that you experience pleasure on a daily base basis. You eat delicious, nourishing food. You wear beautiful clothes that fit well. You get restful sleep every night. You spend time dancing. You have lots of orgasms. You spend time laughing with your friends, time snuggling with your kids or your pets. You travel to beautiful, inspiring destinations. You get massages. You do yoga, if that's your thing. You move your body in ways that feel good. Okay. Can you imagine that? Like, I want you to really like paint a picture of what that looks like. You're doing all these things that are pleasurable to you. Okay. So now imagine how you'd feel with all that pleasure in, in your life, like really feel in the details and paint a picture. And I want you to think about what you'd feel. So do you think you'd be hovering over the freezer at midnight, like shoving ice cream into your face without really tasting it? Do you think you'd be spending hours a day on Instagram and Twitter and TikTok? Do you think you'd be buying random shit on the internet because you're bored and restless or bickering with your family because you're just exhausted and over everything? <laughs> Not likely. So I know this is an extreme thought exercise. Like most of us don't have access to like travel to exotic locations every day and get massages and, you know, do yoga on a regular basis. I guess we can do yoga on a regular basis. I'm just not a fan of yoga. But anyway, I think you get the point. The point is that injecting more pleasure into your life, not less, is the way to make space for the things you want to have in your life. Pleasure is absolutely transformative. Pleasure is magic. So, you know, I like to always give practical tips here on the podcast. So I have a couple of ideas for you for incorporating more pleasure into your life. The first one is something I learned from one of my very favorite teachers, Anne Nguyen. She is an, a sexual empowerment coach. She is amazing. You should check her out. I'm going to drop a link to her Instagram into the show notes. But she taught me something in one of her programs called the 5% pleasure rule. And I don't know if she came up with it or learned it from someone else. 
but this shit will change your life. (laughs) So the concept behind the 5% pleasure rule is that you take whatever activity you're doing and you just ask yourself, how can I make this 5% more pleasurable? Not like, how can I totally fucking like transform my life and live in a pleasure filled cocoon, you know, like just wearing like fucking cashmere pajamas and like drinking like green smoothies or whatever, like (laughs) having sex all day. Like, it's just like, okay, I need to do my taxes. That's not the most fun. So like, how can I make that more pleasurable? And I totally like did this this year. I'm like, okay, I need to get together all these fucking documents for my accountant. I hate this more than anything. It makes me want to just like gouge out my own eyeballs. I hate it so much, but I was like, all right, okay, I can do this. How can I make this 5% more pleasurable? So I like put on my comfortable pajamas. I put on some music that I love. I poured myself a glass of wine. I got comfortable, lit a candle and it really was easier. (laughs) Or it can just be like, okay, I have this project I need to finish. I need to work on this presentation or write something for school. Okay. Like instead of sitting at my desk here, like hunched over my computer, like I'm going to go outside in the sunshine, like maybe write it out longhand or take your laptop or whatever. Or, you know, I've got a bunch of work that I really want to get done today, but like, let me just go take a walk for five minutes around the block. Like, let me just take a break. So I think you get the idea. It's just basically like asking yourself, what are some easy, attainable things I can do to make whatever I am doing more pleasurable? It is easy, it is accessible, and it works. It will change your life. I promise you. The other suggestion I have for you for incorporating more pleasure into your life is the pleasure first rule. And this is something I learned from a therapist I used to see in Seattle I was seeing her precisely because I was so fucking anxious and like perfectionistic and unhappy and depressed and all the things. She gave me the homework of doing pleasure first every day. And I was like, I hated this idea so much, like so vehemently. I was like, bitch, I have work to do. I do not have time to be doing pleasure first every day. Like you don't understand. But of course she was right. So I remember the first day I did it. I was like, okay, fine. I will do pleasure, but fine. Like, ugh. so I'm like, okay, I'll take my camera and I will go for a photo walk and I'll do this thing that my therapist told me I have to do. I'm just like out. It's a beautiful day. I have my camera. I'm like walking around, taking pictures, like hating every minute of it. But then of course, eventually it was like amazing. Like I like started like noticing my surroundings. I took photos. I ended up walking to the art museum and seeing like an exhibit that I wouldn't have seen. It totally changed my day. And I'm not saying that you can do that every day. I can't do that every day, but it just like really drove home for me that idea that it can like stepping into pleasure and this experience of like noticing what's around you, using your senses, doing something that's enjoyable can completely transform your energy. And then, you know, other days it's maybe just like use a soap, buy yourself a soap that you like love and smell like a fancy French soap or something and use that in your morning shower or like buy yourself like the fancy, like um, matcha lattes. This is what I'm drinking right now. It's like matcha lattes from gold. They're so freaking good. You know, and I take that, I use the little whisk and like have my coconut milk and like put it over ice and go outside and drink it and look at my plants in the garden. And it takes like maybe 10 minutes, but it's just like a little pleasureful start to the day. Or it can be, I don't know, it can be like super simple. It can be big too. Like you can be like, I'm taking this morning off and I'm going to the beach. I do that sometimes. Like in the summertime, I'm like, nope, today's a beach day. So I like take half the day, pack up my gear, a book, walk down to the beach and just like chill out. So it can be big, it can be small, but the idea of starting your day with pleasure, I guarantee you will put you in a completely different mindset for your day. 
In conclusion, pleasure is not frivolous. It is the secret sauce that makes everything easier. It is the ingredient missing from many of our lives that makes everything we do more hell yes and less of a slog. Pleasure unlocks greater creativity, better health, closer relationships, and even more productivity if that is what you are looking for. So if you struggle to incorporate pleasure into your life, or if you just want to lean further into pleasure, I invite you to join me for the Lioness Summer of Pleasure. It's going to be so good. I'm going to be dropping tips and resources and ideas for how to get more pleasure into your life over on the journal and on Instagram. So get on our newsletter. I will drop a link in the show notes. Also, I think I'm going to drop a little seven-day pleasure challenge. (laughs) I'll put a link to that in the show notes. So I will send you emails for seven days with reminders and ideas for easy, accessible ways to get more pleasure into your life. It's going to be good. Basically, I am on a mission to make this the best summer yet, and I hope you'll come with me. Thank you for listening to the Lioness podcast. Lioness is an online journal and community. We are all about promoting community, confidence, connection, and radical self-love. We run workshops and retreats around the world in non-pandemic times, as well as online workshops. You can visit us online at We Are Lioness, and that's L-I-O-N-E-S-S-E with the E at the end, dot com. This show is hosted and produced by me, Olaya Land, and edited by Abigail Circatella. The show music is Coffee Break by Pyrosian. If you are feeling the show, be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts so you can find out when a new episode drops. And if you are down to show us a little extra love, please take a minute to rate, review, share on social media, or just share with a friend, whatever feels good to you. We are so, so grateful for your support. If you have any feedback or ideas for future episodes, we would love to hear from you. You can drop us an email at hello at wearelioness.com or you can DM us on Instagram. You can find us at wearelioness. Until next time, have a beautiful week and remember to live fierce.